everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Two Drunk Fans. It's a little bit weird this week because of the NWSL schedule. There's midweek games, and then there's games next weekend. So we're going to do two shorter episodes for you guys, like little doses over the week. Um, but first of all, Gab is in an actual bar. So Gab, what are you drinking? I am drinking this cocktail. Hold on one second. I have to put my glasses on so I can read it off the board. It's called the Two too cool for school mule wow yeah and it's just it's a fancy moscow mule um but yeah i'm at a bar this is my third week in a row that i'm recording this this show from a establishment where i can have a drink wow i'm bringing us back to our namesake one one week at a time (laughs) one week one drink at a time that's all i can do is one drink otherwise i just get silly um, what, what are you enjoying this afternoon? This evening. evening. It's like 10 o'clock your time. It's almost 11 here. Um, Whoa! I am not, I'm drinking water tonight. I'm still kind of recovering from this past weekend. It was the Breakers Pride Night. And then afterwards, the team hosted an after party for fans at a local bar. And, Seriously? <laughs> yeah. And there was free. That's Bud, so cool. There was free Bud Light there, and they had like whiskey samples. And I didn't have the whiskey. I knew I knew that would be way too much, but yeah. That's so cool. I had no idea that that was happening. It was really cool. Some of the staff and some of the players showed up a little later after the game and got to you know tell the players you know how much we appreciate them and stuff like that. So they were all pretty good though. They were like, "Yeah, I would, but." We have a game on Wednesday, so I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Well, it's probably strategically the Breakers front office going like, yeah, this will be, this this will work out well because, you know, our players will be responsible. Maybe, maybe. Nobody will get silly with the fans. Yeah. End of season, though, all bets are off. End of season, I mean, Orlando is going to be crazy. As we all know. <laughs> I get to As cut- we all know, NWSL finals are the place to be. So I had fun at the after party, which is good because I did not have fun at the game. Let Let's just start off with Boston versus North Carolina in our little recap because we'll yeah, just get let's out of the way. Tear the bandaid right off. Yeah, um, because it wasn't that bad game wise. Like North Carolina only beat them one zero, and they didn't really pressure. Although maybe they were like, "All right, we already beat them. We're traveling on the road." You, you know, we, why should we force it? It's so humid and gross. Let's just maintain this 1-0 lead and not necessarily risk injury or whatever. So they never even put in Lynn Williams. Kind of tried to fight back in the second half, but I think having four starters out in one game was just too much. And if they'd managed to get a result, that would have been great. But they didn't, so now we have to wait until next this tomorrow, today, actually. Because this, this episode will be coming out on game day to see if they can turn it around I, against Houston. So this was the only match where either of us scored any points this whole weekend. Oh, really? This might have been our lowest points weekend of the season. Because I actually scored two points for guessing that North Carolina would beat Boston. I remember- now, I guessed it would be one to three. So I thought, I thought it would be a little bit more um, painful for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> But, you know, I, I think Boston holding them to one nothing is, is commendable. I thought it was pretty good considering it was, you know, rookie goalie. This is her first cap. 
Um, usual midfielder, Rosie White, is out. Yellow card. Rose Lavelle is out. Uh, Alicia Chapman was out. And apparently during that game, Brooke Elby, the replacement left back, was playing with, like, some kind of mild injury that she picked up, so... There are so many fucking injuries in the NWSL this year. Oh my god, do you want to talk about... Like, yeah, Houston let's talk about it, Orla- but I, I kind of... Um, so I have, like, five days off of work coming up. I kind of want to go through all of the news and be like, alright, how many injuries have we sustained this year? Like, how many players have missed matches because of injuries? And how many ACLs have been torn this year compared to previous years? I mean, we already started off with A-Rod and Joanna Loman. Oh god, I forgot about A-Rod! Yep. I don't think Diana Matheson counts because she did her ACL before the season started. I feel like yeah, there was no, one I... more ACL after that, but now the latest one is Kalia Ohai. Um, with Houston finally snapping their own losing streak against Orlando two to nothing. Uh, yeah, let's not use the phrase snapping and ACL in the oh. same like, sentence. Yeah, rough phrasing. <laughs> that was a really bad pun. So yeah, Houston won. Carly Lloyd grabbed the goal, and I think she assisted on the other one, right? I really thought Orlando was going to win this, but this was the game where Carly was like, look, I did not come back to the United States to play for a losing team. I, I mean, I think Orlando's fitness got better. <laughs> oh, fitness. Like, they oh. got more fit in the week between the games. You mean, you mean Houston's fitness got better? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Houston. Uh, this cocktail, I'm like halfway through it already. Nice. So I wish I were It's, get, it's about to get sloppy. Okay. So, I don't know, because, yes, Houston will be out Kaleo Ojai to face Boston, but they'll still have Rachel Daly, they'll still have Carly Lloyd, and Houston, uh, Boston will still be out Rose Lavelle and Abby Smith. So, and even though Alicia Chapman might be back from injury, she'll be back from injury. She hasn't been playing with the back line for weeks now. When players are out on injury, it has a significant impact. And I mean, so okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little self-centered right now and talk about the impact that injury has had on Portland. Because it's not that Tobin got hurt in the NWSL season, but like Tobin Heath and Meg Morris both got put on the 45-day injury whatever, and it's just it's gonna completely change the roster not having those two players on there, but it's it's a valuable tool that coaches can use when some of these more substantial injuries occur. Because once you're finally on the list, you can get roster relief without going over the cap and stuff like that. I'm wondering why they didn't put Tobin Heath on that list a lot sooner. I guess they were just trying to manage her injury and they just kept thinking, okay, maybe this week, okay, maybe this week. Is this thing, is this 45-day injury list? Like, you know more about the rules than I do. Okay. Is the 45-day injury list one of those things where once she's on it, she can't come back in 30 or 31 or exactly. days? Exactly. Once you're on it, you're, you're out for 45 days. If you get better before the, the time's up, you're just, you're still out. You're on vacation. Yeah, because you don't want people to put people on the list just so that they can get roster relief right but then they're like oops she's actually better within two or three weeks so she can come back early like if you if you're going to use the provision you you have to abide by the good and bad of it i mean yes that that makes perfect sense not contesting that at all Mm -hmm. why didn't mark put her on that list earlier Mm -hmm. same thing you said but Mm -hmm. oh my god it's infuriating 
I mean, was it infuriating to you that the spirit beat Portland 1-0? It was embarrassing. It was it was infuriating. Yeah, it was infuriating. Portland, you can't score right now. They look like Boston. Portland, Portland's midfield is disconnected. Like, Portland, Portland can pass the ball fairly well. They just can't move the ball forward. And that's detrimental. And that, um, in the game of soccer, doesn't equal goals. Like, what I love about Mark is he's trying so hard to create his own version of Laura Harvey's, like, trifecta in the middle. Like, Laura's trifecta in the middle of Keelan Winters, Jess Fishlock, and Kim Little. Like, I feel like Mark's been trying to do that with Henri, Sink, and Long. It's yeah. just they don't they don't work like that. Like they just don't work like that. And it's infuriating. I mean he does give both Sink and Lindsay Horan a lot of freedom to move around wherever they want. Horan in particular, she's just allowed to roam almost anywhere on the field. Like, I completely forgot about her. In the attacking half. Um, I, I completely forgot about Horan. <laughs> it's not a good sign. No, it's not. I think Tobin Heath is that much of a game changer that if she's in some of these games, she like picks out Razo, she picks out Haran, she and Sink might be able to work something, and then one of those almost chances becomes an actual goal, and then you guys are up several points. So, yeah, and you know, I hope tomorrow night, Wednesday night, uh, is one of those situations where Haran is able to do something, but she only does something when she's in her comfort zone, and that seems to be when we're up a couple. I thought the spirit held up pretty well against Portland's attack because they just, it's like they just went numb once they hit the attacking third. And part of that was Tori Huster, obviously, like just controlling that space in front of the goal. But it, it did kind of look like they were out of ideas on the Portland end. I think you said it before, maybe sure. even like last week, like they just look out of ideas, which... Between Sinclair, Haran, Long, Haley Razo, and often Klingenberg, because when you guys attack, you're pressing forward in like a three back, and then Kling drifts up into the midfield, and then like all backstopped by Amandine Henri. You figure. And then Ali Long has to fucking play defense. Yeah. I thought Ali Long hung back a lot against the Spirit, because that early goal where they exposed Portland, it put some fear into them. They need to turn it around. They need to get confidence back. And it has to happen sooner than later. We'll see. So the final game on Saturday was Seattle 1, FC Kansas City 1. That looked like a fun game to watch. I mean... Like, in real time. That that looked fun. I mean, considering there was a red card in the fourth minute, and Seattle went down to right? 10, and then... What the fuck happened? And then they came back and scored the equalizer in the second half with 10. Like, if FCKC were ever to get points, this would have been the time, but... I just don't understand how Lauren Barnes gets a fucking red card. So, so check out this stat. Uh, for this game, Kansas City, 22 shots, Seattle, 8. But, Kansas Wait, City... Wait, how many? 22 shots, Seattle had 8 shots total. Sure. I mean, Kansas City's strong, right? Right. KC, though, out of 22 shots, only six shots on goal. 
Seattle, out of eight shots, four shots on goal. So that's 50% on goal rate from Seattle. And then from KC, that's, what, a little bit over 25% shot on goal rate? Six out of 22? Yeah. Soccer is so weird. Yes. Yes, it is. Portland's playing FCKC this week, and it kind of terrifies me. But we'll talk about that in a minute. We have one more NWSL match from last weekend. Chicago beat Sky Blue 2-1. to one. This was a great comeback from Chicago. I loved watching them work their way back into this game. I thought It was pretty cool to see the back-to-back goals. I thought Sky Blue was going to take it, and then Chicago just rallied in the second half, and I was like, oh, okay, I spoke too soon. It was a lot of fun to watch. I mean, there were there were moments. I mean, I'm sure you probably had puppies when Nair went down. <laughs> it was, yeah, um, was a tough challenge, but she's a tough kid. It was a tough challenge, and it was just Sky Blue trying to score a goal mm-hmm. around her. Like, that was how the first goal was scored. The, the player that scored the goal just kind of, like, jumped in front of and around the Chicago defense. Uh, but then Vanessa DiBernardo, that freaking screamer that she scored, she just touches it, grabs a little space, and then, pfft, wow. It just, it looks so sloppy. Like, I was just like, oh my god, she's gonna sky it. And then it hit the side netting. I was like, what? It looks sloppy to me, especially, I mean, I guess hindsight is twenty twenty. I and I, I rewatched the replay a couple times. When you watch the replay, it looks so beautifully put together. I oh, totally. But but I was, it, 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 to me, when she kind of beat the, when she beat the sky blue defender and took the shot, I thought the ball was still, like, bouncing a little too wild. Oh. I think the You know, blue... and so I was like, oh, she's going to get too far under it. Sky. I think the Sky Blue defender she beat was Christy Pierce. I, I think it was. I think it was, if my memory serves me correctly, the little touch she gave to get, give herself some space pulled her away from Christy Pierce just far enough to get that shot off. Should we talk about the Christy Pierce news? Oh, yeah. I don't, I, I feel like I need to go to a Sky Blue home game this season. Right? Last call. I know. I feel like I have to go to your side. So the news, in case you haven't heard it, this is Christy Pierce's last season playing soccer. She's retiring. She's already retired from the national team. This is her last year playing club. If you have not seen Christy Pierce play, and you, if you've been around Sky Blue at all, you've had Apple opportunity because she's played for them forever. Um, I mean, if you live in the mid-Atlantic region... You need to go to New Jersey and watch her play. In a- I know. Basically, just make the pilgrimage before she's yeah. playing. We need to. We need to all make a pilgrimage to your sack. Every NWSL fan, just one weekend. We don't go to our home team games. We all just go to your sack. Like, cramps. could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine? She deserves that, hopefully, at least once she in her career. She absolutely you know? deserves... She deserves a sellout at Red Bull Arena. Yes. Wouldn't that be great? If they just did one game where they're like, okay, this is Christy Pierce's last... Whether they make playoffs or not, this is her last game of the regular season. We're holding it at Red Bull Arena. You'll never be able to see this American legend play competitively again. Um, yeah, and then and then fucking Reese Rampone. Riley? Reese. Which one's the older one? Uh, I believe it's Riley. Riley's the older one. Riley Rampone then plays in the NWSL in like five years. The way I remember it is, remember that video they have with the Reese race? 
Freeze trace, and she was the baby. Yeah. So I, Riley's the older one. Of course, she would remember that. Yeah. I almost can't talk about the rest of the game because now it's just like Christy Pierce is retired. Christy, it's it's the, truly the end because she's the last ninety nine er, right? The last night, like, oh god, it's gonna be. We need to find out when the when is Sky Sky Blue's last home game, like without playoffs. Maybe I'll go. I got some Cloud Nine friends. You need to. We need to make this happen. So coming back to the actual result, uh, Huerta grabs a second goal like four minutes later. I thought it was great work by Casey Short, who put the ball into the attacking position in the first place. I really like watching Casey Short. I think she's been more than solid for Chicago. It was, you know, there were some lulls in, in action and everything, but I, Chicago utilized momentum. Should we roll into this week? Let's roll into... Today's midweek games, Wednesday. New Jersey, we were just talking about Piercy. New Jersey is hosting Orlando. Orlando is licking their wounds from being whooped by Houston at home. What do you think the score is going to be? I think Sky Blue is also looking for a little bit of getting their pride back. Is that a pun? <laughs> no, it was an accident. So they're both teams coming off of losses, but they're both teams that have shown they can win nicely. I am super excited about Marta versus Christy Pierce. Oh my god. <laughs> I totally didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, How can NWSL do four games on a Wednesday night? Like, talk about a Sophie's Choice. And the well, there, there's not a t oh, there is actually a ton of overlap the closer you get to the end of the night. Um, yeah, but you can at least watch this game without any other game overlapping. So I am gonna call this uh, two to one for Orlando. I am gonna say it's gonna be two to two. Ooh, you think this be an exciting game? Maybe. Yeah, I think both teams have goal scorers, and both teams have shown that they can. That they're vulnerable on their back. Even though, even though New Jersey has Piercy, it's she's still knocking on retirement door. That's true. She's forty-two years old. She is. She's a little bit older than a lot of the other players. She's literally twice as old as some of these children in the league. Like, so next game, Houston Dash versus Boston Breakers. Houston is at home. You got to go first for this. Boston still has oh, quite a few injuries. I'm going to say Houston 2, Boston 0. 0. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say this is the game where Boston snaps their losing streak and they win 2 nothing. Well, you're saying the opposite Yes. They're going to okay. they're going to pull it together and they're going to score uh, not only are they going to break their losing streak, they're going to win their first open So, I love it. I love it. Keep keep that optimism coming. Fine. Next game, Portland Thorns hosting FC Kansas City. You think you this gotta is the go one? first on this one? I think this is the one. I think Portland's going to win this one two nothing. It's at home, but it's against FC KC. And I always sweat the games against FCKC. Okay, okay, I'm gonna ride your wave of positive energy, and I am gonna say one to nothing. All right, man, the wave, ride the one wave. One to nothing, Portland. Okay. 
<gasps> and it's gonna be a Christine Sinclair goal. Ooh, finally. She needs to score. She's gotta she's gotta get that monkey off her back. I guess Moose off please, her back. Please, please score. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> and then last game of the night, uh Seattle Rain versus Chicago. Seattle's hosting. What do you think? I'm gonna say this one's gonna be uh one to two Chicago. So I think Chicago's going to be tired, yes, not only from the effort of coming back from one down, but also because of midweek travel, but a lot of Seattle starters are going to be tired from going down and having to play with 10. Harvey will try to rotate her roster a little bit, but against Chicago, you really can't rotate a lot. So I'm going to call this at 2-1 to one for Chicago. Yeah, we're tied. Yay! Okay, so we're going to record again really soon. Yes, we're going to do a quick turnaround for you guys. There's more games this coming weekend. We're going to talk about the results of this Wednesday. Any other big soccer news that might drop in between I think now we'll and talk then. about your article as well. Once once we once the firestorm settles down. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. There's no firestorm. There's your big controversial article. Ooh, yes, very controversial. About, Very controversial, uh, stating facts. Stating facts about the barriers that women face entering the higher levels of coaching. Yeah, you should uh, you should put a link to your article on this uh, podcast so that people can read it and be informed for our next recording. You just asked and then me we'll to, talk about it a bit more. You just asked me to give our listeners homework. That's what you did. Um, I mean, the five of them, yes. <laughs> I'm sure they would love to read it. Okay. <laughs> so we'll put a link to the assignment in the... Uh, in the in the description and then you know you'll have until midnight to turn in your assignment on blackboard um if it's not in by then you know minimum minimum 200 words minimum 200 words. minimum 500 words what that's like five paragraphs anybody who's engaging in this like at least college level course should be able to crank out 500 words of thought on the subject I'm just saying. i mean i know i can but that's asking a lot of our listeners. Okay, 200 words. Okay, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to our shorter episode. We hope we don't oversaturate you with our soccer thoughts this week. But We have a lot of them. We have a lot of them, and the schedule is saturated. So let's all just get saturated together. Blame NWSL.